This is the Popular Apocrypha Podcast, episode 19, Lara Croft, for March 12th, 2018. Welcome back to Popular Apocrypha. If you're new joining us this week, we are a pop culture podcast featuring stories and commentary about how modern fictional characters seem to always need, you know, improving in some way or another. So we take those characters and we revise them for you and offer them back up to you for your acceptance of them, I guess. Uh, or maybe you hate our, well, hate what we do. Either way, you know, leave us some feedback. So how... <laughs> I, I, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Either way. <laughs> tell us you hate it. Tell us you love it. I just want to hear you guys. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. Yes. Sorry. I as just... always, I'm Tyler. As sometimes, I'm Riley. And as not very commonly, I'm Logan. That's uh, clever. Very clever. Very clever. I like though. it. My middle name is also a common name. So how has the past week or two been for you guys any new developments in your lives we started playing D. &D. yeah we have yeah yeah it's been real good i'm a bard yeah so uh, you know let's go around and introduce (laughs) ourselves as if we were our characters oh well start off dm okay so i'm i'm the dungeon master i'm god (laughs) hello i'm god hello Um, i decide i decide the fates of all of the players characters and um they can make choices but all in the end it doesn't really matter. Wow. <laughs> Free will is kind of a thing. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not certain. Logan? Uh, hi, I'm Flank. I'm a bard. I like to sing and act in taverns. Uh, I'm go- totally going to keep this voice. Yeah, though. please do it. Uh, and I just want to make the world happy. You know? I know. I feel you. you. I don't know if you're trying to be like a... You know, rockabilly hipster poet type. I have no idea what I was trying oh. to be. <laughs> the world responds and lets Flank know that they are in agreement with his with his uh, cause. <laughs> My character is named Agarwin. No, you're supposed to be in character roleplay, man. I Come am. On, this is roleplay. I'm being monotone. What? <laughs> you're supposed to be your character. Come on, introduce yourself as your character. <clears throat> Not, don't introduce your character. There's introducing your character and then there's introducing yourself as the character. Okay, let me reset then. All right, resetting. Recalculating. <clears throat> Recalculating. My name is Agarwin. I am a ex-assassin. Uh, my creator made me long ago as an expendable clockwork assassin. I do not wish to talk about it, though, and I hope to help others oppressed by their masters. So yeah, d and is going pretty well. Uh, the Everybody is getting along pretty well so far. There's some characters in there that are... A little bit more, uh, uh, what's what's a good word? Um, well, it helps to know that most of our party is chaotic except for one. Yeah. yeah. We're playing with four other people besides us. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Mm. Yep. So, and, uh, so there are well. five chaotic alignment people and one lawful alignment person. Yep. Yeah. So there's D&D, and then you just had something happen very recently. Yeah, I got tattooed today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was... 
an experience. <laughs> I will tell you what. So, I mean, if you if you want to take your clothes off, you can. But uh, if you don't, do you just want to describe a little bit what your tattoo looks like? Well, we can't see it because you have it covered up. Oh, it's yeah. I'll just by the clothes and unbutton my shirt a little bit. Oh. You can kind of see it. Oh, it's, right. all, okay. it's also all okay. bandaged up, too. So, um, Scandalous. But I basically got, like, a... a cr- I think it's really cool. Uh, like, a, a lantern, a hand holding a lantern piece and the lantern is kind of busted and broken up and the flames are like all spilling out of the lantern and I don't know I think it's really cool and it today was just lines so oh my god you, <laughs> Logan just made a, a fake slapping motion like he was gonna slap me right on the chest and I would have lost it <laughs> um ah. uh, shading is in a couple weeks so gotcha yep yeah it was it was good just uh, need to take some Advil. <laughs> I actually don't know if you should do that. I'm not going to take Advil. I don't know what to do. I do kind of know what to do. <laughs> this is my internal dialogue yeah. every single yeah, day. Yeah, that's, that's not a character. That's that's right. That's literally that's me. Right. <laughs> We're not exactly the type of people who, you know, are all tatted up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am not all tatted up. I have one now. And it's not done yet. I have nothing. Sometimes when I was younger, I wrote myself in Sharpie. Hey, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's good times. Guys, we'll just eventually someday have to get podcast tattoos. You could. Mm -hmm. With all matching podcast tattoos. I remember with Sharpies, you could bust off off one end of the Sharpie, and then so that the the inside ink was exposed, and you could dab at your arm and create, like, scales. Uh, Mm, I never did that. Also, if you do a fake tattoo in Sharpie and then cover it in like, I think it's like flour, it's baby powder, it's like baby powder, Uh it seals it in for like a week so you can Hmm. kind of see what your tattoo would look like. I don't know how safe that is. Like you're like keeping Sharpie. ink in your non-toxic. I, you get tattooed, you really do keep ink in your skin. Right, (laughs) but that's like approved ink in your skin versus Sharpie, you're just putting that in based on a whim. So I, I I'm just saying I don't know if we we would recommend you do that. You could just get a henna tattoo. There you go. Yeah, that's good. You could also never mind. You also or a temporary tattoo. Those kind with the water you you did. Yeah. Or a tattoo from an approved legit tattoo artist. That's also fine. That's just r- don't be especially dumb. rad. Don't be dumb. Or someone that's you really saying. trust that does stick and poke. Exactly. But you have to really really trust. Really them. trust them. Really trust them. So. Um, before we get into too much more, I just want to say that this episode of the podcast is in part brought to you in cooperation with another podcast called The Genre Flip. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about what we're working with them on a little bit later. And also, this episode is sponsored by Audible. And again, I'll talk about them later as well. Hmm. But I want to play a game. Um, play a game. Would you like to play a game? <laughs> Let's play a game. So how this game works is we'll go around and we'll each take a turn, and the other people will give that person, whose turn it is, a person, um, a place, and a genre. And then what the person whose turn it is has to do is give a video game pitch that includes all of those three things. And mm-hmm. given who the, the, the character that we're talking about today, not just a video game pitch, but also some something that could survive like 20 different video games, maybe some like iterations, movies, a, a long canon, mm. a long history. All right, I like so, it. All right, so who'd like to go first? I'll start off. Okay, so it's your turn. Let's so do that. You go ahead and choose so, what you want to give them. So Logan. it's person, place, and, and genre, genre, right? Yes. Okay, I'll give you a person of an angry housewife. All right, all right. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I like it, I like it. 
I will give you the genre of uh, sci-fi mystery. Okay. And I will give you the place of Colonial Williamsburg. (laughs) (laughs) Again, this is a video game pitch. Yes. Uh, All right. And you said, like, Colonial colonial era Williamsburg? Yeah. But Uh, it's a sci-fi mystery. So however you want to make that work. Yeah, up to your discretion how you interpret it. So this is game... One, right? The very first installation, the the freshman album, if you will, okay. um, of uh, Hop and Housewife. Um, Housewife. Hop and Housewife. Yes. And you play as H-H. Laura Gingleton. <laughs> and she is a, uh, in the year 3000, uh, married to a very successful trans-dimensional professor. Um, but she's, you know, she's a housewife, so she's stuck at home while her husband does all the successful, like, big business stuff, and she's sick and tired of it. So, in an act of, like, defiance, she goes down to the, in the lab that she's not allowed into, and she, like, sees, uh, an object that, like, looks like a broom or whatever, but it's actually a teleportation device. And so she goes to mess with it, and it takes her back to Colonial Area, Era Williamsburg, and she has to figure out her way to get back. Um, but the problem is she never stops being angry with her husband. So the next games are her messing with more equipment that takes her to different places or that do different things. Okay. But this one is a, is it's hopping housemaid. What's the mystery element there? Um, she has to figure out how to get back. Okay. What, what's the gameplay look like? Yeah. Um, it's a, uh, point and click. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Mm. Okay. Okay. I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm super stressed out. Uh, do you want to go next? If not, sure, I'll, I'll go next. Okay. So determine Brett, my go, fate. Go ahead. Determine the first part. If you of had the chance to change your fate, whatever part of this fate you'd like to decide. Um. Sorry. So I am going to give you the genre of kids on bikes. Okay. Kids, <laughs> okay. kids on bikes genre. All right. Okay. Okay. Um. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you Christopher Walken. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. And now what's the place? Rockin'. Uh, the place is. Let's do. <sighs> Malibu. Okay. 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 So uh, this is kind of like a a, a platformer, like a, a balance platformer. All right. Uh, where. Uh, Christopher Walken uh, is in Malibu in the 80s, and he wants to uh, fit in with the, you know, the, the local uh, uh, kids groups. Yeah, be, be hip. Yeah, because he wants to play D&D with them. Correct. But they yeah. won't let him play unless he's, you know, a kid. Right. So uh, yeah, what duh. you have to do is you have to put on airs of being a kid. Uh, so, uh, that is, uh, kind of trying to find a balancing act. Actually, no, it's not a platformer. It's a, a an RPG visual novel. Mm. Oh, um, that, that makes more sense. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm rolling with it now. You have to, uh, balance your skills so that you don't come off as too adult-like. Uh. And you have to, uh... But oh, wait, there are some like platformer elements too because you have to stay balanced on the bike or else you fall off and your disguise falls off. So, uh... <laughs> This is um, kind of creepy. Former visual novel. But, uh, kind of interesting. But also you surf, and it takes place in Malibu, and all the kids are, like, super well-tanned, and they... Uh, but Walken's not. Yeah, so. he's not. And it's and it's called uh, Christopher Biken. Um, uh, I like it. 
and uh, it'll hit stores this Friday. And uh, cool. in future iterations, he uh, uh, goes around the world because eventually, at the end of this game, spoilers, he is found out by the kids and shunned by them. Oh, so he's just trying well, to. No, no, he's, he was initially shunned, but then uh, there's a little bit of a plot line there. There's a plot line in the second game where he tries to uh, come back around and eventually becomes their DM in the, in the D&D match. Oh, I like it. So, yeah. yeah. Is there any DLC content? Uh, yes, with uh, different costumes for oh, Christopher Walken. Uh, you have a Santa Claus outfit, you have a Malibu Surfer outfit, and you have a uh, uh, sort of like a, a weird dragon outfit. Like for Dungeon Dragons. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, I like it, yeah. Is that a free DLC? Uh, to be determined. To be determined. That that one's I mean, free. It sounds like it's worth it's, like ninety dollars. The Santa Claus yeah. one is free, but the other ones are like uh, okay. Uh, holiday get, packs are free. You have to get a season pass. Mm, yeah. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, clever. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if, you, if you order now, you can get a <laughs> oh, special edition. <laughs> you can get a special edition version of the game where you also get uh, a, a player's guide as well as a, a little uh, a die cast figure of Christopher Walken. Nice. Is it solar powered? And if you put it in the sun, it like starts biking. Uh, if you put it in the sun, it falls over. Oh. <laughs> of course. Like it. Yeah. Yep, there we go. All right, Tyler. Okay. okay, Tyler. Your turn. we got two successful yep. video games so far. Yeah. This podcast thing doesn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Logan, you want to start? Uh, sure. I'm going to go ahead and give you the place of uh, Nazi Germany. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Nazi <laughs> Germany. I mean, that's, that's a good... A lot of video games are taking place there. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. Nazi Germany. What is just right for not being offensive and also kind of fitting in? Let's do. You can say a person and leave me the genre if you want. I just want the. I want. Let's let's do Nazi Germany and. Okay, I got it. Um, dating sim. Uh, okay, and a person. I'm going to go ahead and say Samuel L. Jackson. Okay, perfect. Oh, all right. Okay. Cool. Um, so this is uh, going to be, well, so it's a dating sim, which kind of, I mean, there's only so many ways to have that be a type of video game in and of itself. Mm-hmm. So this is a dating simulation video game um, that starts out with um, you as a player are not... Uh, playing a character in the game you are um, if, if you were it would be more like you're a company and what you're trying to do is uh, create a dating profile for Samuel L. Jackson that will get him accepted by various uh, on dates by various members of the Nazi military and uh, so you have to uh, pick out Samuel L. Jackson's uh, like his best traits and his personal, so like a spy personality agency? characteristics. Uh, no, no, you're just trying to get him hooked up. Um, <laughs> okay. And uh, no, no, really just, just in the first, the first video game, at least that's what it is. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and that's you have to pick out those traits of Samuel Jackson to match him with the uh, with whatever military leader it is. And the game, of course, ends when you uh, you get Samuel Jackson on a date with uh, Adolf Hitler, uh-huh. but. And then it cuts. It goes to a cutscene, and they go up to start on their date, and that's when Samuel Jackson reveals himself to be a spy, even to you, 
So then you're not, you don't know that he is a spy, and then all of a sudden he is, and he... And then he kills Hitler and uh, And then kills and, you. And then, he, well, he doesn't kill you, he, like, tranks you. He, like, he tranks you oh. and Hitler, because he has to take Hitler with uh, him. And that's what leads into the second game, which moves away from the dating sim yeah. into the uh, survival simulator, where you play as Adolf Hitler, and you're trying to escape, you, you have just, like, escaped from... A military uh, like stronghold, and you have to make your way out. But you don't know that you're Adolf Hitler until the very end of the game. Oh, so you've shaved your mustache. And then wow. you, what is it? You had to like Cuba or whatever, and or it's not Cuba. Where where did he like supposedly? It was like or South America somewhere. You build like a crazy little bunker, and you try to have like genetic copies of yourself made. That's like the. I have the, no idea. What you're it's like that. Yeah, uh, have you not seen the show like Hunting Hitler or whatever? Like, no. it's on History Channel, and it's of course a, it is. Of course, somehow a really successful show, and people watch these like guys looking for Adolf Hitler's offspring in South oh. America because he clearly didn't die in the bunker and he escaped. And I mean, I know there have been stories of like the doctors and like high ranking officers like fleeing to South America. Yeah, and stuff. but no, this is Hitler. Hitler did not die. Apparently, hmm. that's what this show says. Gotcha. Yeah, uh-huh. and you know, uh, The Shining is a cover-up for the moon landing. And oh yeah, yeah. But we already knew that. Illuminati confirmed. Um, so the Earth I'd is like flat. to do one more. Oh. Um, one more. Uh, uh, so of us all working together on a video game. Okay. So uh, I'll I'll go first, and we'll, we'll each pick one thing. Okay. I'll go first, and I'll pick the genre. It's going to be a documentary. Okay. Documentary video game. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Okay. I am going to say that the person is uh, Albert Pujols, baseball player. Yep, the Angels. Okay. Yep. Um, and the place is a McDonald's freezer. Okay. And how do we think that, what's the sort of game? <laughs> so it's a documentary. So it's documenting how he escapes how, the freezer. How he escapes freezer. And uh, is this like visual novel style again? Or, or it could he be broke in. Or like a find the, find the missing item thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he. Or it's a found footage video game. And we're playing after the fact of this event. And we have to find his document footage. Oh, I'm liking that. Yeah. So it's so kind of like, like, it's Outlast. like Outlast, but or you're not Slender actively Man. playing as it. You've, you're finding the footage and gaining clues to find the next piece of missing so footage. Slender Man, but instead of Slender Man, it's Freezer Man. It's Freezer Man. Freezer Man. <laughs> Freezer Man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Mayor McTeese, who's like... Freezer Man, enter the poo hole. What? What? <laughs> Freezer Man. And that's my pitch. <laughs> enter the poo hole. Um, Are you interested? Y N. <laughs> I I think everyone's gonna hit Y on that. I yeah, really of course, of course. so Kickstarter campaign soon. Absolutely. Yep. Um, so today we're talking about the character Lara Croft, the Tomb Raider. Yes. And for the um, record, I was trying to give you a good segue with the Illuminati there, but uh, <laughs> you tried. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. And, and that's because, why again? The Illuminati Because is... the Illuminati were the bad guys in the Angelina Jolie movie. Gotcha. In the, in 2001 the one. Right. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, just a little bit of uh, backstory in two respects. So first of all, uh, a little bit to what I was talking about before about Genre Flip. So Genre Flip is another podcast uh, by Ben Rutz and er- Eric Fitzpatrick. And what they do is they take um, a, a film and they... What, what would it be like if that film 
the, the genre of that film was flipped to something else. So they've, so for example, uh, what if The Godfather was a romantic comedy or what if Paul Blart, The Mall Cop was a horror film? Mm-hmm. Um, so what we're doing, working with them is we are taking Lara Croft, the character, and we are going to do what we do best. And then we are going Mess to... Mess her up. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> okay. okay. Not like that. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Really? Y'all, we're just going to sh- shoot her with bullets. <laughs> Jeez. Nothing weird. It's a, it's a normal day for Lara Croft. I mean, I mean really. Yeah. yeah. Really, though. Uh, well, then, no. A normal day involves dinosaurs and, and mystical And men. supernatural things. Yeah. And... Mystical statue men fighting. Right. Anyway. And but once, once we're done modifying Lara Croft to how she ought to be, Correct. obviously, yeah. um, we're going to pass our new Lara Croft off to genre flip, and uh, they're going to Im- implant their <laughs> implant our Lara Croft uh, into their next episode. Uh, word choice. Yeah. I know. Oh, I, wow. I, I almost went with uh, impregnate their episode with our new version of Lara Croft. Ooh, a lot of words. Words are being I was thinking spoken. of, like, you know, a metaphor of us sending our, like, our firstborn off to college and, like, you better, like, just take care of them. Like, give them a good education. <laughs> So the opposite of what I said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, that's better. That's better. Um, So if you don't know, Lara Croft is a fictional character who originated out of a video game series. She is the protagonist of this series uh, by Square Enix, previously Eidos, Eidos Interactive. Um, She was created uh, back in... Let me... 96. The old time. Was when the first game came out. Um, as a, time. as a uh, commentary on female uh, stereotypes and roles of the day. And she was supposed to be this, you know, very independent, action-oriented character. And that's, that's what she was in the video games and uh, then the short films and feature film franchise that's come out of her character. Um, she's depicted as an athletic, very quick-moving woman with brown eyes and reddish-brown hair. Uh, often, you know, in a ponytail to keep it back so that she can keep moving during combat or exploration or solving puzzles and traps and stuff like that. Uh, her backstory is hard to track, so there's kind of three different eras of the backstory. The first being that uh, she was the daughter of Lord Hen- Henshinley I Croft. Love this. I love that name. Henshinley. Um... <laughs> And Hello, then, my name is Henshinley <laughs> Croft. And she, uh, at, the, at, the, at the age of 21, she survived a plane crash, which obviously left her stranded um, in the Himalayas for two weeks. And that experience uh, pushed her toward being um, uh, uh, seeking a life of adventure. And then her character published books and other works about those adventures. Uh, the second era of backstory is that she was the daughter of Lord Richard Croft, an earl this time. And uh, her mother, Amelia, disappeared in a plane crash, and uh, uh, she disappeared after, the mother disappeared after tampering with some sort of ancient sword. And then her father learns of this and begins to seek the, her, his, his wife, and Lara begins to assist him, and off they go into their adventures. And then the third uh, era of backstory is um, kind of what's generally accepted and, and what is uh, looked forward to in the upcoming feature film released uh, on uh, March 16th. But when in that, in that third era, she was traveling with her parents on archaeological expeditions, and uh, her mother suddenly vanished with no apparent explanation. And then a few years later, her father seemed to take his life, 
And then she was raised by someone else named Conrad Roth and uh, was living in London, studying in London, went to the University College London. Uh, she kind of paid her own way. She became a more independent woman, you know, with those uh, uh, breaking stereotypes of the day sort of thing. And then she met someone there that pushed her toward a more adventurous life and got uh, lost on an island off of the uh, Dra Dragon's Triangle off the Japanese coast in search of the lost civilization of Yamatai. Hmm. So those are kind of the three backstories that she has gone through in the right. past. Um, and now it's our job to give her character facelift. Yeah, or makeover. Exactly. Yep. So I don't mean to be rude. I don't mean to be offensive. I just need to tackle the elephant in the room. Okay. Smaller boobs. <laughs> Is that you want smaller boobs As or in, you want to not have to deal with smaller boobs? Uh, it's a I'm personal at... question. I <laughs> want, I would like her to, like, I think I was reading up that the video game proportions are, like, her video game proportions in the chesticle region are 36 double D, which is not, like, you know, unrealistic for a, a person to achieve out there, but <laughs> achieve out there yeah, somewhere to, to have, but I think a more average, like, smaller boobs. I mean, it would probably also be, you know, of benefit to her because, you know, she's this archaeologist adventurer yeah. seeking or, out ruins and stuff. Like, and, you know, my wife has talked about this issue with me a lot with, like, unrealistic breast proportions. If we're going to keep, if we don't care about that, at least give her, like, freaking athletic bra or something like I mean she's known to wear usually a crop top and either over that under that or in or, or instead of that a very tight turquoise uh, t-shirt or tank top okay t-shirt don't give you no support I'm, I'm just letting you know what, <laughs> I'm just letting, trying to let you know what they, what they, they I'm not a lady but I heard y'all lady my lady friends <laughs> talking about the problems okay with big boobs so I'm just saying and to give a little bit of backstory to that, when uh, Lara Croft was created in the original 1996 video game, uh, there she was originally supposed to have like like her the like percent like, uh, like two, pixel like, percentage yeah, yeah pixel percentage was supposed to like 50 percent for her chest, um, but apparently it slipped to 150, and thus the infamous Lara Croft being a very busty woman. Yeah. Um, but the the new movie, I think anyway, the character isn't that way. So I don't know. I think it's. I think I want to say that and then move on to something else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm done with this point. Uh, can we accept it and move on? Um, I'm I, I'm thinking why not go for a uniboob? Why not? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just. I'd like her to be there. a human being. <laughs> why are you Whoa. saying that people Whoa. with only one boob are not human beings? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I am. Halfway, I am uh, 150% done with this <laughs> conversation. Okay, no uniboob. Not that we don't love you if you ha only have one boob. I just want to get away from the boob conversation. I'm sorry I brought it you're up. The, you're, yeah, you okay. brought it up. I'm sorry I brought it up. Okay. So let's start with some real easy stuff. So she is uh, British. Yep. Would I, we like to, her to remain British? I mm. like the accent. Okay. I've never heard her talk. Well, Can we go real is. deep cockney? Okay, I'm liking that. Yeah. Real deep. So she's still British. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so we're just like, oh, I'm going to go back to China. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to go to China. Yeah. What if like, we make her Australian? <laughs> oh, oh, all right. I'm going to go check out that team. Go on, then. 
Yeah. That's pretty good. Voiced by Hugh Jackman in falsetto. <laughs> <laughs> mm, maybe it's just Hugh Jackman. It's just it's now. Now we're just talking about Hugh Jackman. A Hugh Hugh Jackman as a who rabbit is a drag queen oh, who goes on adventures. Oh my God. <laughs> We can have her be Scottish and have a really, really thick Scottish Change accent. Change your face! <laughs> no, I control my own fat. I think she has to have an awesome accent. Yeah. I don't think it okay. should be British, but a definitely, like, awesome accent. What if okay. she's British, but she's also Indian? So, like, she, it sounds okay. like she has a British accent? I think that would be, cool, be cool, actually. So, yeah. uh... Do we want her to still be from like so in multiple of the backstories, at least two of them, if not more, uh, you know, her her dad is usually like this earl or duke or something of that nature. Uh-huh. Are we gonna keep that line of thought? Or do we want her to have more of a from the ashes she rises sort of backstory? What if she's half British, half Indian? Half or whatever. I guess that doesn't really answer the question. Just <laughs> going uh, back then. Uh, <laughs> Then she would be having. I, have, I, I, I like the concept of her like having the opportunity to like grow up like with the inheritance and like with having a silver spoon in her mouth, but then choosing like not to and yeah. going for like. I do yeah, like that part of her backstory. Dirty I think job, that's a decent, you know, um, right aspect of it. I do okay. think that's a good part. Now, now, so that we know where she's from, mm-hmm. but we don't know what she looks like. What does Lara Croft look like? Smaller boobs, we got it, right? You yep. don't have to bring it up again. I wasn't going to. <laughs> but unlikely. Otherwise, uh, like what, like, so she usually wears, like, basically the same thing in every video game, every movie, everything. It's more or less the same thing. It's usually, like, uh, khaki or uh, camo-colored pants, like, like yeah. cargo or I like, like her wearing cargo active pants. pants. And then, like, some sort of crop top or tight uh, tank top or something like that. Open shoulders apparently are a necessity, or at least in the past they have been. I feel like she should wear some sort of like light armor. Yeah, like a like kind of a bulletproof vest, but yeah. I, well, maybe not because she doesn't like she doesn't necessarily unless that's what we want her to be. She doesn't necessarily go into situations assuming she's going to be fighting people. You know, like she might be fighting wildlife or like traps, booby traps, but she's not going to be fighting people. She doesn't assume that, and then somehow it ends up happening. So I don't know. Fun fact, in the first Lara Croft game, only, like, eight people died. Wow. Yeah. And oh, then, man. like, in the new Lara Croft game, it's, like, a thousand. So. I, I'm curious I'm curious how many people are, are going to be shown dying in this upcoming movie. Yeah, probably quite a to bit. wait and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think she had, like, adventure gear on. Yeah. Like, I agree. I think cargo pants would be cool. Mm-hmm. I think maybe for her upper body, she's got, like, something similar to those, like, like motorcycle padding or something mm-hmm. that, like, mm-hmm. is, like more adventurous looking but like extra padding around the shoulders like the the spine so if you fall or something like you don't wreck your spine something that like uh, i guess another question would be do we want our laura croft to be like her first time setting out or is this a laura croft that's experienced like that's that's known what like the mystical trap world of temples and stuff has to offer because then i'd say her armor set would be like decked out, crazy amounts of equipment. But if we wanted to be like inexperienced, and I think you know, you could assume that you're probably going to get scratched up, so maybe you should wear leather armor. But I don't think I'm going to get hit by this crazy magical mace that's going to come out of nowhere. I don't sure. know. Do you know so, if the movie is going to show her origin story? I, I think it's it's, it's supposed probably. to be the origin story. Like okay. it, the, this, like the movie. From itself. what I understand, this movie is the origin story of Lara Croft. 
possibly as a prequel of some sort, like a reiteration slash prequel of the Angelina Jolie film, hmm. um, from what I understand. Hmm. But also hmm. they they're trying to kind of not give too many spoilers oh, and yeah. and also distance themselves so that they have more creative freedom for that. True. You know. True. Um, I was thinking, why not give her like uh, like a, a down parka? That's that's going to give you a lot of padding. It's going to give you a lot oh. of protection. It's going to protect you from the elements. Yeah, it's going to be real hot if you're in like really warm climate. But she could wear something underneath. But like that could be like her buffer to the to the outside. Hear me out, okay? Okay. Humble beginnings. Okay. Or no, we said we said kind of powerful. Right. Right. So, silver spoon that she silver spoon ish that she threw away. Okay. Um, what if we still have the element of disaster from her parents, right? Because her parents, maybe, let's just say, they were experimenting with the power that they've been finding in these ruins, right? And Laura walks in on it at the wrong time. Okay. And she gets a Full Metal Alchemist thing going on where her, like, right arm becomes this enchanted, like, mechanized brass kind of crazy thing like a hellboy arm or like full metal alchemist arm or like all this stuff and so then right that's that's her her in for adventuring that's her like that's her inciting incident that's her crazy like well that's what sends her on the on this quest but that's also her like her misunderstood advantage that she has in situations like she doesn't even know her own powers yet but it's only her arm uh, can, I, can I suggest maybe a slight twist? Okay. What if instead of like uh, speculating about what her parents were doing, what if it's when she was very young, she had an accident, mm. um, and in this accident, like something like hit by a car or mm-hmm. something, um, she was rushed to the hospital, and essentially what happens was they have to uh, replace certain parts of her body with whatever they had on hand, and that has given her certain abilities and uh, at the hospital, like yeah. Uh, and the, the, because let's so say at the hospital, yeah, they they let's say at the hospital they had like a research person working on replacing tissues and organs and stuff and limbs and things like that. Oh, so it's like a prototype. What I'm trying to get at here is I want an Inspector Gadget Lara Croft, um. but I don't know if you're going to be down with that. But that would still go with that would go with what you're saying. Uh, I'm down with with the magic arm. Okay. <laughs> what do you think, Logan? What do you think about that? Can I share a ridiculous story from Yu-Gi-Oh? Of course. Yeah. So in Yu-Gi-Oh GX, which is a sequel series to Yu-Gi-Oh, there is a character uh, who uh, his backstory is that he was on an archaeological dig okay. uh, looking Sounds for, for dinosaur bones. Uh-huh. A bunch of rocks fall on him. His bone breaks in like two places, and the the so like bone, a normal break. Or like a pretty in, average in, break. In two places, so like it's, you know, there's a bone in between that's right floating free. Gotcha. And oh. it's like shattered. Okay. So they take him to the hospital and use one of the dinosaur bones they found. Oh. And put it in. And so he is infused. Because had it lying around. Yeah. So. <laughs> so he has become infused with quote unquote dinosaur DNA. So he is able mm. to tap into that at some points. Huh. I'm liking yeah. this. What if, what if instead of, uh, what, what if we do that sort, sort of going with what you're saying, but back to the magic, and it's like on an archaeological dig, it's like a some like magical like staff or scepter sort of thing that she like has put into like like part of it put into her arm, just kind of like you're talking about, like they're like petrified wood yeah thing right mm. this ancient. Oh, like her parents took took her with her on an archaeological right. dig because she was really young and they exactly. wanted to be like, this is what we do for a living, honey. And she falls Take it down and, and impales her arm on this like okay. old magical 
like like piece of wood or whatever okay. it's from a carving and when she runs back to her parents it's disappeared and it's like imbued itself in okay. her arm i'm down okay so now she's got like these crazy like tattoo kind of things going up oh her arm. okay i like that yeah like that. but That's only cool. on the arm that she impaled right right and right, she doesn't right. fully know the powers either but maybe we should delineate what some of the things she can do with this okay are they it can glow so like oh so she can just hold up her arm and like yeah. a that'd be cool or I I feel like it should be like a kind of a guard against like magic attacks possibly yeah like, like it starts glowing when yeah. yeah it's like a it's like Frodo's sword right like with goblins it, yeah it lights up when oh, danger is approaching like it starts basically. lighting up when there's magic. danger or, or magic magic yeah. present right yeah, I like it I like it curse what's something else that like she needed in the video games and the movies. An escape plan. Yeah. <laughs> Being able to get out of really confined spaces because like mm-hmm. there are there are often like, you know, like wall traps and stuff that are like coming in at her and Can she do really short distance line of sight teleportation? I feel like that would make it too easy though. Yeah. Okay, She's, yeah. She has yeah. to solve the puzzle still. Maybe, uh-huh. maybe it lets her do like slightly longer jumps. Like, like general increase in agility. Yeah, maybe like heightened athletic right. ability. Yeah, like like she becomes Captain America Lara Croft. Okay. Maybe not that intense, but like yeah. that's or Bucky. Or something like that. Yeah. With the arm With thing. With the arm. <laughs> it's true. Um, Instead of a metal arm, it's like a like wooden-ish a, arm. I mean, it looks magic. like a regular arm. See, right, it looks like an arm, yeah. That'd be interesting if like all her life it's been like it's been growing across Ooh. her and that's why she's out adventuring to figure out what's going on mm-hmm. see if it's gonna kill her but mm-hmm. also something. she wants to write books also that obviously yeah duh and she does write books mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what are her books about are it, they about her adventures cooking. yeah cooking no. on her trips how she cooks on her trips of course yeah it's cookbooks yeah survival cooking tips survival cooking tips when you're in a tomb <laughs> With nothing around. And there are just rats scurrying around. The moss makes an excellent fire. Um, so her arm lights up in the presence of danger. General agility. I feel like it needs to have one crazy cool thing that it does that isn't immediately seen as helpful but becomes helpful. There's a fully functional buzz saw built into her arm. Maybe slow down time? Teensy bit? Oh, like Prince of Persia style? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what then it's it? not like an uber advantage. What if it's only speeds up time? Uh, Slightly. Like a reverse of the power? Right. What, what if with it she could see like what things looked like in the past? Because I mean oh, she like explores like in and out and stuff. Of... Yeah. That'd be interesting. So like how, a how two second what, view Since it's like... not her eyes, how does that work? Like what does she do to make that happen? Like just like... Sword of Omens give me sight beyond sight and she just <laughs> holds it up to <laughs> You don't know, no, it could, head. like, the tattoo thing right. could have gone up the side of her neck and reached her eyes. Okay. And that's the point at which we've, we've met her, is that, like, it's reached this, like, new stage of development. Right. I mean, because it's, so, like, so that... So or that halfway that through the movie, it does that. Cause, and that's because she's trying to find this cure? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm liking that it's it's something that happened when she was really young. Yeah, it's an I agree, I agree. And then, years later, it's helped her out a bit. Yeah, maybe... I don't know. It needs to manipulate something, or uh, it's wood. It, it helps her talk to animals, or tr- or like something with uh, like uh, trees or nature. So you plant control lineage, right? Helps her climb. That would be helpful in like traps and adventuring and stuff. So she be like, hook. well, kind of like if you're, <laughs> it just stretches out. <laughs> it is like a whole arm. She's just Mister Fantastic. If you fall down a cliff face and you just grab onto a rock, your arm wouldn't break off because you have like a magic arm. Yeah. 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 
Which, I mean, based on the trailer of the movie that we saw, that's basically what I mean, what we could do is we could just make the arms stronger than normal. I mean, what if it's kind of like a a conscience kind of thing? Where, like, sometimes it, like, gives her direction subtly. Or it, like, Like, maybe talks to her dreams. Like, feelings and images sorts of things. I'm liking that. That I like. like, There's some presence there. Right. Something that is embedded itself. I'm liking that. I'm liking that one. I like that, Mm -hmm. too. And that doesn't make her overpowered, which is good. No, no. It kind of points her in the right direction sometimes. So it's, like, kind of a guiding force. Lights up in the presence of danger. Just it's growing. Something's growing across her arm into the rest of her. And then it is... Gives her a little bit more agility than normal, mm-hmm. and she it's kind of indestructible-ish. Yeah. Okay. But she doesn't know that yet. She's, like, figuring it out. Right. And it's a USB drive. <laughs> but only out of her elbow. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and then you're like, no, I think she should, like, or she has to, like, dab yeah, to, she like, has plug to dab. things in. Yeah, her, her neck has to be down. Like and, it. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Okay, so we've changed, like, kind of her, her like, power set. Right. Yeah. I have one more thought about, like, uh, what she, like, wears. So often it's like like big boots and like active wear boots and uh, like high socks. So I'm liking the high socks, but I'm thinking that she really likes socks with sandals. Burks, Burks and Burks and socks. That's, that's not that practical though if you're running through tombs. But she finds it particularly comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Combat, combat Burks. Combat sandals. Combat sandals with socks. All right. It's a necessity. And that because is, without socks, it's more dangerous. And she Correct. runs yeah. a line Done. of combat sandals uh, in yeah. her spare time, yeah. as well as writing books. Yeah. Combat sandals. I'm trying to even picture... Cooking with combat sandals. There's like um, a bandolier that goes across your foot and that holds a couple bullets in it. Just I was thinking like, you can, like, you can <laughs> like shift your like foot in a particular way to like press down on part of the sandal. And like, and a, like blade a blade comes like out. Comes out of it. Yeah. A Birkin shock. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. It's a teaser. A Birkin lock, stock, and barrel. A patent pending. A, a Birkin, a Birkin rock. It just shoots rocks. <laughs> it shoots wood splinters from her arm. Dude. Okay. Spider-Man. Keeps learning more power than the arm. rat. I think so. Okay. Fine. Combat, combat sandals. Yes. Um, I'm so happy. One more physical characteristic yeah. suggestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like her to be sh- uh, her head shaved. I like it. I like that. I actually because like I, it a lot. I feel Why? like a ponytail because I feel like it's it's uh, more in vogue now. So it's a choice. Or it's yeah. not like metal. No, it's not. It's not. Do yeah. you want to do the thing where she's like shaved all the way around her head, but the top is left in like a tight like knot in a top, top knot? Or not what like if we did knot, almost the opposite and we shaved it the uh, middle yeah, of her head like in a circle tight. and then tightened it up around the, the side? Yeah, I yeah. hear what you're saying. Like, like, a, like an onion. <laughs> Yeah, like an onion. Oh, part. yeah. Uh-huh. Let's just yeah. shave the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, like, there is... It's like a buzz cut or something. Yeah, she looks kind of like L. It's, it's more... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. More in style, and also, it wouldn't get in the way. L from it's Stranger Things, I should Easier to wash, and it doesn't get caught in chairs. I agree. Or it's doesn't like... It doesn't get caught in chairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, the... the uh, It's it's like a... It's, it, it it's kind not of a vulnerability. Like a Maybe when she wants to try and like summon the presence from her arm, she like rubs her head or something. And and uh, and, and her tummy. tummy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
but it takes her a while to get it yeah, going the first time. Yeah. So before we move, move on, let me just review for, for the viewers and genre flip's sake. <laughs> um, so combat, socks, and sandals. Obviously. Yeah. We're doing. We're still doing the cargo pants, not the cargo shorts. Right. Cargo pants. Yes. Maybe uh, they're zip-offs. No, they're breakaway. <laughs> they're breakaway uh, cargo pants. Uh, so <laughs> so to what? Pants. Cargo shorts? Cargo shorts yeah, underneath, underneath the breakaway no, cargo uh, pants? She breaks them away when she's uh, entering water. So it's like a, uh, a, a like a diving like gear underneath. So not like like oh, okay. get diving gear, but like a, a wetsuit underneath. That's okay. So she's wearing cargo <laughs> pants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. Um, and then I think what I'd like for her for upper wear is kind of like not a tank top, but rather kind of like a like a really close fitting uh, turtleneck, kind of. But like, okay. but like an adventuring Cause, turtleneck. Cause it hides the tattoos that are creeping. Well, up. I kind of want it to like, like the right arm is the arm that got the tattoos on it, or that, that has the presence, and that, like, uh, it's kind of cut off so that she can use her arm, like, and its magical powers. Oh. But the other side is completely sleeved up. Okay, I like mm-hmm. that. I, it's it's Natsu style. Okay. Yeah, time. yeah, and then like, yeah, I don't totally know what you're know saying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. and then she has a shaped head, and it looks rad. Yeah. Okay, so okay. we've got like appearance and yeah. what yeah. what color is the turtleneck? Real quick. That's important. Sunset orange. Um, uh, what was possibles? <laughs> like uh, black. Kim, black. Oh. Eventually purple. Okay. I like really dark purple. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What does she use? Like, what are some of like her like like three or four go to things that she like uses? She has other gun than her arm. Other, other than her arm. So like normally she she often has like two pistols. Mm. Lose the two pistols. Get one hand cannon. Okay, so it's like it's like a deagle. It's like a one shot. Like, yeah, no, but I think a literal done. hand cannon, like a blunderbuss, oh, okay. that she can just load artifacts in. So like rocks, even just even whatever, rocks, yeah, whatever yeah. she wants. Yeah. So it's like the junk jet from Fallout. Basically. Okay, but it yeah. one shots anything. Yeah. Okay. And it itself is a magical item her parents found. Does she know this? I think you'd need to know at least a little bit. Okay. The fact that you wouldn't need to put gunpowder in it every time to load it and fire it. Let's not make it a one-shot kill. Let's make oh, no. it, like, realistic to whatever she's loaded it with. Yeah, exactly. But the velocity is, like... Do you also want to make it similar to Hermione's bag of holding, where, like, she could she could feasibly fit a elephant inside of it? I mean, we're dreaming. Why not? Yeah. I, or T-Rex. Or oh, God, shoot a T-Rex at someone? Yeah. Insta-crit. Nat 20. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like a helicarrier or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> Whatever she wants. Aircraft carrier. Yeah. Whatever. She just puts the entire tomb that she's raiding inside of it. The entire earth. <laughs> Yo, dog, I'd be like tomb, so we put a tomb inside of your tomb so you can tomb while you tomb. And then we're going to kill you so you can be in your tomb. I. Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe. Logan, yeah, maybe you should, su- you should uh, submit something completely different than I what think, I suggested. I think she should have a grappling hook that she can also use as a weapon. I agree. I like that a lot. Yeah. I think that that's almost kind of her main yeah. thing. She, that's she's exactly. almost like Simon Belmont, Indiana Jones, where she like, right. she does, uses it as a, as a whip. Right. A whip. Whip. Is it a grappling hook that's already attached it's to a pretty rope cool so she can like swing the grappling hook around and like hook people or yeah. what if what if it's like stab them, what if it is blunt force them? What if it nor like normally looks like a whip, but it has it like a mechanism on the handle that that it has a larger end oh, other end and that will pop open. It's like a metal end of the whip and that will pop open into a grappling hook. Okay, that way exactly. it's more functional. See, I, I don't want to make it like too similar to like Indiana Jones, right? That's, that's the thing here. Because the original development company ran into that problem when they were making the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you have, like, somebody 
action adventure Ooh. running into mystical tombs and stuff. But right. I would love it if in a, uh, a future reiteration or whatever, um, if Harrison Ford could somehow play Lara Croft's her dad. dad, her dad oh. that would be, I would be more than cool. A little nod to the fans. Exactly. A little nod. Exactly. Lara I like Croft this. Kills this. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> takes over. I think to like not be really similar to Indiana Jones, but to still keep what you're doing, I think then like instead of having it be whip like, have it be a like a grappling hook type weapon that's already attached to a steel cable that she can just whip around that's like always hooked into her belt. You know? Mm-hmm. So like if she needs to extend it, she can extend it or she can just use it as a physical weapon. Yeah, but I think she should, like, not necessarily fight directly, but often uh, try to use the environment around her. Oh, yeah. I like that. I yeah. Think, I think that would be a lot a lot more interesting for a game and a movie, honestly. And yeah. it would help yeah. the, the guiding spirit to have things, like, talk to her about. Yeah, like, hey, what about that over there? Yeah. This glowing And thing. other than that, I mean, <laughs> tutorial that, with, for the game. <laughs> all of that, I don't mean, think she really jump. needs much of anything else. Like, she's pretty yeah. decked out. Yeah. At that point, the, does the, she still have the two pistols? Uh, the 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 hand cannon okay. of uh, some sort. Retract that for no. Logan's better idea. Okay, so no, so just the two the, pistols and the the two hook. pistols and the grappling hook whip. Okay, thank you. I like that. So well, Lara Croft. Been, sorry. Oh no, go ahead. No pistols. I mean, I think she should have. What about like a bow and arrow instead or something? Or mm. a slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> but not like a, a wrist rocket, like David and Goliath. Mm. And she has like, like an yeah. actual sling. <laughs> Yeah. Ow! <laughs> yeah, all her weapons she has to like spin above her head. <laughs> every, every single one. Okay. Or maybe like one pistol, but it's the kind of cool like six shooter that's not really practical except in movies and she can it's use like only six shots. Yeah, 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 yeah. She doesn't okay. like to use it, but she will. Yeah. yeah, so she's not reliant on it, but she has it. Yeah. Right. I'm liking that. I mean like most of it most of it shouldn't be like, you know, combat. It's it's you know yeah. finding whatever's in the tomb. Yeah. Adventure. Adventure. And writing a declaration. Yep. Mm-hmm. How I cooked in this tomb. Yep. So, that, that actually is where I was going to go, was, is she still the Tomb Raider? Is that her main job? Like, is that what she's doing? wondering that about, too. About that, too. Because I think one of the main things that separates this from Indiana Jones is that this is her day job. Like, Indiana Jones' day job is he's an archaeology he's professor. He's a professor, yeah. And that he kind of just ex- explores on his... Spare time. It's like true. his research project. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. So Lara Croft like seeks these out specifically. So, and I like that about her. I had an idea that I'm not sure if you guys will like. SpongeBob. But what? No. <laughs> it's underwater. <laughs> I tried that last time and you hated it. Um, no. Uh, so I was trying to go with, I still wanted it to be catchy. So Lara Croft Tomb Raider, Lara Croft Groom Raider, um, because I, I mentioned this to you a little bit earlier before we started recording, because she's supposed to be this character that is fiercely independent, breaking stereotypes for women. Um, that led to her being known as a sex symbol. We're moving away from that, it sounds like. So what about, what if, what if part of her job is she gets hired by family members of people who want her to split up uh, bad marriages that are about to happen. It's like mm. the wedding crasher that goes in and with her with her like crazy skills just stops it. Just 
explodes it basically. So is this her day job or all she does? I was thinking that would be her day job. Her arm is just gonna wreck her entire life. <laughs> I feel like she'd be a little overqualified. <laughs> I was thinking that. what if oh, what if that's a hobby that we see sometimes? Like? How about crashing weddings is a hobby. Yeah, it's, a hobby. Like, it's like her like part time job. Yeah. And the rest of the time she's is she still Tomb Raider? Is that like is that what it is? Still that archaeological adventuring? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Google. So. Words that rhyme with tomb. I'm just, womb, I'm just looking up. Womb, womb, womb raider. raider. Let's not like go that don't idea. Nope. <laughs> broom raider. Sidestep that. Broom raider. Broom raider. She cleans she, up tombs. No, no. She, after. <laughs> she flips them and sells them. <laughs> she, she infiltrates <laughs> witch covens. <laughs> I mean, that would work. That actually fits yeah. more with like the supernatural elements. Would be broom raider. Doom raider. Doom Ooh, Doom there's an idea. What if we crossover. took Lara Croft and Doom and... Lara Croft goes to hell yeah. and fights Satan with her magic arm. Yeah. I mean, I'd watch it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, My point. <laughs> Gloom Raider. She... What if she's a therapist? Oh. Oh. I was thinking, like, Gloom, like... The Pokemon? Oh, spooky. Oh. Like... Oh. Like I can't think she of goes into like words mansion. Vroom uh, Raider. Vroom Raider. <laughs> She's a NASCAR driver. <laughs> I mean, uh, I actually kind of like Gloom Raider because then, like, instead of tombs, it could be Zoom like uh, old like haunted houses and stuff, or like mansions or estates that she goes to to flip them, right, and uh, sell them. But she has to make sure that they're safe for the next inhabitants. Costume Raider. She's a cosplayer. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's it. That's the end of it. This is all just an act that she's made up a character for. Ooh, that's that's really that's meta. really meta. Oh, oh, oh. That goes into context, though. We're just we're just handling the character themselves. Right, right, right. right. I, I kind of like Gloom Raider because then it's uh, more like she her normal thing is to more go for. Can she have a drug addiction problem? And be called the Shroom Raider. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, in that case, her job is the archaeology, the tomb raiding, all that, but actually, her key motivation, personally, her passion, her passion is finding, is finding exotic mushrooms. mushrooms. I love it. Okay. okay. <laughs> and should she write about that? Should, should we still have there be a writer? Every cooking recipe has to do with mushrooms. Has to do with mushrooms. Mm. I mean, that's not really limiting you t- too much. I mean, and it's also mommy flavoring right there. Really, I mean, <laughs> Native American spirit walks, right? Like they would go out into the wilderness, right. like experience. A, they would induce an experience, and then that, and yeah. so that maybe like that's how with, she talks with to the, the arm. arm yeah. It all yeah. it's full the circle. arm wants shrooms. The arm wants shrooms. It just wants shrooms. It's like a cookie monster. So, we so, want shrooms. So <laughs> the arm thing happened when she was like nine years old or whatever. So yeah. she's wanted shrooms mm-hmm. since she was nine years old. Yep. That's awkward, but it's fine. I don't know. Do we want to keep Shroom Raider? I love it personally. Okay, well, I mean, that's me. It's, it's not necessarily. It it doesn't come up that much, but it's like some people are like, yeah, she really likes mushrooms. Yeah. So like, it's still Lara Croft Tomb Raider, but it's like <laughs> that's Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Oh yeah. Or yeah, the or the color in, in school. Do yeah. we want to keep her name <laughs> Laura Croft? I'd say so. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's too iconic to change. That's the character. Can we call her Lauren Croft? Sure. Wow. Or Lauren Craft, like Craft Singles, so it's like no. the cheap 99 cent knockoff version of Laura Croft. When we get into merchandising for sponsors that we're not paid for, <laughs> that's where I draw the line. <laughs> Introducing Lauren Craft. <laughs> no. So the movie will be titled Laura Croft. Tomb Raider. Right. Or just Laura Croft. Right, either way. And like the subtext really, really 
on the bottom of <laughs> the movie of poster the is Shroom Raider. No, it's like like in so like the inset of one of the like one of the letters of her uh, name. It's like yeah. right there along the side. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Vertically. Yeah. Like when you look at the first Little Mermaid promotional art, there's a penis in the uh, in the uh, in the castle. Yeah. You know what? We can talk about that another time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Disney's shooting subliminal messages at us. Here's a question. Um, so, you know, this is originally supposed to be from a video game. So now this new modified character is now in that video game. Mm-hmm. Um, so who should voice Lara Croft? Well, I mean, I, I like, what's her name? Alicia Vikstrander? V- Vikander. Vikander? Is that, is that the new Lara Croft? Yeah, that's who's going to play her Alicia in the new Vikander. movie. She's yeah. married to Michael Fassbender. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, what a beautiful couple. Yeah, that's a beautiful couple. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's hot. Uh, yeah. Ship. So. I ship it, except also I still ship uh, Eli and Michael Fassbender. So. <laughs> our, our, our friend Eli, yeah. Yeah. They would be a wonderful couple as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, they would. I don't know if Michael's into that, but... I mean... I mean, he's clearly married and happy, so... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, anyway. But st- still an underlying ship there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... So she would do the voice as well for the video game, or just the live action so. stuff? Because they're so far. I, I think I might be misspeaking here, but I don't think that that's ever happened. I think it's almost always like there's someone who's doing the live action, and they're not doing the voice action. Hmm. Um, in some in some bigger productions, like that they do, like I think Anthony Daniels, who's the voice of and actor of C three PO, has voiced a lot of video game versions of himself. Hmm. He played himself in the Lego Movie. Really? Yeah, he was C three PO in the Lego movie. That's funny. Well, all right. So they voice him in the video I, game. Yeah, I would say so. Okay. I cool. think that would be a cool uh, joining of media right. forms. Plus, it would certainly keep that franchise a little bit more unified yeah. as well in their yeah. continuing works. with the character as well. Right. Mm-hmm. So that they're not completely different either. Yeah. Is there anything we want to change about the character? Anything left? Uh, what what are we saying that she should do in her days off? Mm. On her days off? On her days yeah. off. Does she have days off? Really? That's true. I mean, what, if, she if part of the time she's... Oh, wait, so she's not doing the groom crashing, the no, groom raider. No. But okay. what are her interests? Like, does she like, you know, watching reality shows? Uh, if I had a magical arm and I knew it was magical, in some extent, what would I do? She would like watching Let's Plays on YouTube. I'd try to, like, mess around with it. But... My arm, you know, stick it in a blender, see if it gets destroyed. Oh, okay, cool. So it's not <laughs> destructible by my, blenders. My hand's gone. Whoops, I well, probably should well, have done that. shoot, darn. Maybe I'm going to sit here and wait for it to regrow, because maybe that's a power, and then it doesn't, and then she dies. <laughs> she just dies from blood loss. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking, so she's she's supposed to, you know, break norms mm-hmm. like for, like, for, for women. So... Uh, being highly educated, I think it should still be something. Mm-hmm. So she reads philosophy or whatever. Or poetry. Like ancient but, spell tomes to figure out what the heck is going on with her I mean, arm. Do, are we still keeping that she knows several languages? I think so. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that's and probably not, something she continues to work on. Right. Probably wouldn't <laughs> know modern languages. Deus Ex Armina? May know Latin. What? Really? <laughs> <laughs> It is so because the arm dictates it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so, and what are what are some other norms that like her hobbies should be 
I Breaking. Think, uh, should be a resident expert in how to cook with mushrooms. Um, obviously. Yeah, duh. Yeah. Uh, she, she dances. Maybe auto mechanic? Like she likes working, maybe motorcycle. Yeah. Maybe she has motorcycles. Oh, she likes dude. On. Frick, yes. Can she have like a Harley Davidson? Sure. And, and she flips motorcycles. Like some people flip yeah. cars. Dude. She flips motorcycles. Yeah, yes, like her, please. She has like a shop. Yeah. That's what she yeah. does. That's, That's like, awesome. Or, or should she do it as a shop or just for herself? Mm. Like independent. I think like independent. No, like like I, like, like she sells like her them, like individual like just her shop like just for her. Yeah. But um, she mostly does like personal requests for like okay. oh can you like like yeah, that's how you get deck out my motorcycle there. and do these things to it and stuff. So That'd be stellar. That's yeah, awesome. I like that. Like that. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. So. And then she gets her arm caught, but like she pulls why, out the arm and why, the, the motorcycle just falls you're apart. You're obsessed with her arm, right? I think it's so cool. Okay. Magic arms and stuff. I mean, you've watched Full Metal Alchemist. I haven't. Like, you knew he had a metal arm. I know enough to be dangerous. What? <laughs> That's how most of my topics, I educate myself on them. Um, okay. So something. Okay. One last thing that I have is that, like I mentioned earlier, that Lara Croft has become something of a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. Be it, you know, that she is like, uh, it's like a positive thing in video games. Yay, we have these hot women in video games now, uh, which is a good thing for women and men or like whatever. Um, but then it's also like, no, this is a negative role, like role model for young girls and stuff, and it's contentious. Um, I was thinking, what if we made Lara Croft asexual? Like she just isn't interested? She's not interested. Or we could go a very, very different route. Lara Croft is partially based on a couple of things, a couple of, of people and characters. So one is, uh, I'm not going to pronounce this correctly, uh, Nene Cherry. I have no idea if that's how that's pronounced. It's spelled N-E-N-E-H, Cherry, mm-hmm. C-H-E-R-Y. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also a comic book character, uh, Tank Girl, and Tank Girl is in a relationship with her boyfriend, oh. a mutated kangaroo, so we could go that route? See, um. I, feel like, I feel like, though, once you bring sex into the conversation, like, it, it kind of creates the problem again. That's fair. Like, oh, who is she attracted to? Like, why do we even need to address oh, that? Shrooms. She's, atta- she's attracted to shrooms. She doesn't care about romance. No. She just wants the shrooms. She just wants the shrooms. That's it. I think from, like, a genre-flipping perspective keeping the availability for her to have relationships yeah. is important, but I don't think we should decide what those relationships that she's interested in are. True. That's but for now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, she's single, right? We're so. establishing that. Sure. Yes. Right. Yeah. As of now, yeah. she's single. Yeah. Who knows where? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or rather, she's in a dedicated relationship with mushrooms, but... And her arm. And, and her arm, but... <laughs> oh, that, yeah, I, I just repeated well, what you said without thinking about that, and that was yep. not a good move on my part. But you said it first, not so just the full arm. I wash, I wash my hands of this. Yeah, you better. Yep. After, <laughs> yeah, never mind. Oh God. What? Riley. <laughs> what if her arm also acts as oh. like a, a mm. Dermex, like a, a it, <laughs> it sanitizes itself? It's just like so, like she doesn't ever need to wash her hands before eating because it's like. So just because it burns off, no, we're not. (laughs) Not fun. Not fun. So just because it burns off like germs and stuff and bacteria and everything else. So 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 let's say she got her hand trapped in something. That's what I've been saying this whole time. And it just burns it off. Like it just destroys the entire contraption. Maybe that's too OP. I don't know. 
Seems a little too OP to me. Okay, fine. But we like the arm. That's the point. Arm yeah. the President 2020. <laughs> Lara Croft arm. <laughs> Just her arm. Arm Croft. <laughs> arm Croft. You know what else I like? What? I like uh, audiobooks. Oh. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, this episode is sponsored by <laughs> Audible. Audible is an a audiobook service, and they would like to offer you a free 30-day trial and free audiobook for listeners of Popular Apocrypha. Um, with over 180,000 titles to choose from, you can listen nonstop to uh, new or favorite books on any of your mobile devices. Uh, they also have a book that I'm curious about reading, just looked it up earlier today, Memes in Digital Culture. It's uh, by Limor Schiffman and narrated by Karen Saltas. It's approximately three hours and 45 minutes long, um, and it's unabridged, I'd like to know. Wow. So I'm just, I'm, I don't really know what it's all about, other than uh, talking about the history and sociology and psychology of memes in modern day culture. Um, but uh, you should check that out and also any other books that you might be interested in. You can download uh, memes in digital culture, <laughs> the book, the audiobook, uh, or any other audiobook that they have on, on Audible by signing up for a free trial today. Download your free audiobook by going to audibletrial.com slash popapoc. That's audibletrial.com slash P-O-P-A-P-O-C for your free audiobook and month-long trial. Man. So, so should we recap for the yeah, like recap. final recap for the ease of genre flip and yes. also our listeners? Yes, we're Agreed. sorry, listeners. <laughs> Riley, do you mind recapping for us? I do not. Uh, please fill in if I forget anything. Thank you. Okay. So, starting in from just appearance-wise, yep, she's got a shaved head. Yep, um, she's of British Indian descent and background. Yep, mm-hmm. um, she wears a dark purple turtleneck that's like closely fitting. But, like, the arm that she has is magical with tattoo, crazy tattoo swirlies on it is exposed. Um, she wears cargo pants, and then she also wears combat sandals. Her arm can uh, light up in the presence of magic. Um, it also sometimes speaks to her on her spirit journeys that she takes while eating mushrooms. Um, and she also is able to use the arm to, like, do crazy things, acrobatic things, because it's kind of indestructible. In adventuring, she uses like a grappling hook that's hooked up to a steel cable. That's her like melee weapon slash utility weapon, utility item. And she also has her father's old gold engraved pistol. And she reads on the weekends slash uh, does the auto mechanic uh, thing where she flips motorcycles and redoes them. And then she also experiments with shrooms. Frequently. Frequently. Mm-hmm. To go on her spirit walks to talk to the the spirit of the arm. When she writes books, right? Did you mention that? Yeah. I think you mentioned that. I okay. Think. I think. About shrooms. So yeah. there anything that I missed? Um, you know, I, I honestly don't think you did. And if you... Oh, wait. Just... I, I, I might... You might have said it. The combat sandals? I, I said combat okay. sandals. I just want to make sure... That oh, yeah. That's just yeah. really important yeah. to me. Yeah. I didn't um, say tear away cargo pants, but I did say combat you sandals. You know, I'll take what I can get. Yeah. 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 I've... I, I give a little. Next. Every day. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I think that's it. I like it. Yeah. I do too. Lauren I Croft. like her. I like her. I like Lauren Craft. Lauren. Lauren. No. Lara Croft. Lara <laughs> Croft. Lara Croft. Shroom Raider. Yes. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Shroom Raider. Um, so yeah, thank you for joining us on this episode. Um, make sure to check out. We're on Twitter and Facebook and our website. That's uh, our website is popapoc.com, uh, kind of like in the Audible, uh, that, that, that end part of the Audible uh, 
uh, website. It's popapoc.com. Uh, make sure to check us out on there. We've got some more stuff on there. And we also have an Instagram. And we would love to get any feedback that you might have, be it positive, negative, things that you wish that Lara Croft was different. Our Lara Croft was different. You, you just want to change things. Oh, um, suggestions. and our boobs. Um, yeah, that right. too. Thank yep. you. Yeah, I nearly forgot. You had to bring that. Yeah, sorry. Um, bye. Um, And uh, I also want to make sure that you guys are aware that Genre Flip is taking our modified Lara Croft and implementing her into their next episode, which will be released the same day that the movie comes out Mm -hmm. on the 16th of March, this upcoming Friday. Um, If you could go ahead and check them out, check out their other episodes, we'd really appreciate that, and I'm sure that they would too. Uh, Make sure to leave us and or them um, a review on iTunes if you like what they're doing, or if you don't, um, then uh, that'd be fine. (laughs) Fair and equal treatment. That's what we're about. (laughs) We're about complete transparency and honesty. Um, Mainly for us. So basically what I'm wanting you to do is leave us a review if you don't like our stuff, and if you like their stuff, leave them a good review. That's what I'm asking. I I agree. I prefer if you give us both good reviews. Oh, right. I mean that. Let's but, do that. Yeah. I mean, that is in the in the, in the the cards. Yeah. You know? If you would leave a review, that'd be great. For anybody. Yes. Agreed. Literally any podcast. Because supporting your podcasts is a good thing. Support your local podcast. <laughs> um, thank you for your support. We're looking forward to uh, uh, putting out more episodes, of course. And we have uh, plans for a Kickstarter as well. <laughs> what was that? Do you want to repeat uh, that, Riley? No, Do you want to repeat, repeat that? I don't. Oh my God. I, I mouth uh, words and phrases yes, to mess yes. you up a lot. And Thanks. I apologize. It's a sign of love. Thanks. So yeah. next episode is actually going to be the one on Jack Sparrow. Oh, yes, yes, We, yes, we yes. were going to do that uh, this week, but we decided to take a little break to, uh, to do this one. Uh, and Jack Sparrow is going to be for next time, for the March 26th, I believe. Yeah. So, look forward to that. Yeah, look forward to that coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else from either of you guys? Nope. nope. Any other reminders? Uh, Want to go for a catchphrase? For Lara Croft? Mm-hmm. Or yourself. For us. You decide. If you say one that you don't like, then you can just say Lara Croft. <laughs> uh, uh, check out my arm, or... Is that like a stutter I, at the end? Oh no, I've been unarmed. Let me unarm. Let, oh, let me disarm you, and then hit hit him with with your arm. Doom shroom. Doom shroom. Tomb shroom. Found in the tomb. Doom tomb. There's shroom. a Pokemon move called Gloom Doom. I like it. Yep. Gloom well, doom shroom tomb. Um. Room. Boom. Thanks for listening. <laughs> assume. And we will see you in the next one. The Assume Raider. Come <laughs> Assume. Assume Raider. Ah, uh, we're done. <laughs>